we all have items to check of that bucket list as we get into retirement. Today, we turn the tables and share the retiree's unbucket list. We've got a list of things you probably want to avoid in retirement right after this. And now, Iron Plan Radio with Mal and Shay. Hey, welcome in. Iron Plan Radio is the program. Mal Mason is here. Jay Kyle is here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, and uh, we are ready to rock and roll on this one today. I like it. We all know about the bucket list. By the way, hi. How are you? Hi, Mal. How, hi, Jay. Hey, Steve. How are I you doing? I always forget that. <laughs> I am well, thanks. Mal, everything good? Yeah, Mal. Hey, how you doing, Steve? <laughs> yeah, very, very well. Thank you. So I, I, I like this. We're talking about, you know, we all know what a bucket list is, and, and we all have things we want to do before, you know, the end. But this is fun, too, because it's the unbucket list. Remember the old, uh, Mal, I know you will, the, the cola nuts and the uncola nuts. Yes. <laughs> Remember that? Absolutely, I do. <laughs> well, that's well, kind of what is the takeoff on. But again, most people, uh, you know, under about 40 have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, more and more every day, Steve, I feel exactly what you're talking about. You know, I find myself talking about something. And I look around. And I go, they have no damn idea what I'm talking about. I think oh, I was yeah. talking about something from Happy Days the other day. Oh gosh! Oh goodness! And I thought I just need to be quiet. Yeah. But, well, just remind them that that's where the phrase "jump the shark" came from. Is it really? <laughs> Is it really? Oh yeah. Yes, Fonzie yeah. near the one of the in their final season. Yeah. He actually was did a. With his leather jacket on, was water skiing and jumped over. <laughs> I know, do something. remember and, that. And, yeah, mm. and and it stuck. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, let's talk about retirement, shall yes. we? Absolutely. All right. Fair enough. And and um, I, I like this. So this is a big year for baby boomers. It's the biggest year, correct? Oh yeah, it's it, amazing. It, it, yes, and and you know it's it's not going to slow down. Um, yeah. It, it's you know more than ten thousand this year uh, are going to retire every. I mean I, that's an enormous number. <laughs> that's more people yeah. than's coming across the border. <laughs> I think you may be right. That's no? enormous. <laughs> well, at least yeah, the people the people we're talking about they paid into the program that oh, they're yeah. going to get money out of. Hopefully. Anyway, um, but yes, it, you know the numbers get bigger every day, um, and you know I'm not going to get into a bunch of math and details, but. No. The la- let me just share this with you, and, and we're willing to share this information with anybody who wants it. You just call in and uh, or go to the website, and we'll send it to you. But the last time that the United States economy had over 120% of uh, debt ratio to GDP. Yes. Now, I know that's a bunch of rigmarole, but let's, that means that we owe 120% more than we made. So the last time that happened was 1946. Mm. And the marginal, maximum marginal tax bracket, everybody pay attention. This, I'm, this isn't a typo or a misspeak or none of that. 97%. So if you were a top wage earner, every dollar you made over a quarter million dollars in 1946, you had to give 97 cents to the IRS. Boy, it seems a little And, and a little if, you, harsh. if you don't believe me, Google Ronald Reagan, because then he was a movie star. Mm-hmm. And he said, I will not make one dime more than a quarter million dollars. Mm-hmm. So you fast forward to 1960, and you know I, I don't know if it was Eisenhower or JFK or but anyway the marginal bracket got all the way down to 70 percent because we were paying down our debt from World War II. Now I I don't know that there's so much fraud out there now I don't know that we'll ever pay it down or or pay attention to our expenses, <laughs> but from 60 to 1980, 1960 to 1980. Ronald Reagan got that marginal tax bracket to 37, and that's pretty much where it's hung out, give or take 2%, mm-hmm. to now. Well, today, Steve, it's 134% debt ratio. Mm. If Crazy. anybody out there believes that income taxes are not going to go up, oh. you need to take your head out of the dirt because yeah. it's coming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's coming, so what are you going to do about it? Yeah, exactly. And, and when I look at this number, 10, how would Steve, how would you like to be the owner of a company, the Internal Revenue Service, that has allowed you to defer income at a lower tax bracket so that they can come in and raise your tax bracket, that's one hell of an annuity they got coming. Mm. Oh, boy, don't you and, think? And the question is, everybody out there, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've got plans. We, we do this every day. Yeah, for sure. But that, when I see that number, I think, gosh, that's a lot of taxes. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. That's a lot of taxes. But, yeah. I, you know, I, anyway. It, which more reason why 
you shouldn't have an idea of a certain number that you need to have so you can quit because that number may be right, but now everybody wants inflation wants a little bit more, taxes wants a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, the cost of living. You, you, you just think about it that you really need to be detailed in the way you're preparing for the future. Yeah. Sure. And, and if, if it's not your thing or you don't want to do it or you don't want to think about it, that's okay. We'll do it all for you. Exactly. Oh, by the way, I like we're going to do that rough draft for you for nothing. Yes. So No cost. I mean, I, I don't know why you're not dialing 888-532-0503. I just, <laughs> that's what I would be doing. <laughs> well, exactly right. We're talking about the unbucket list, and, and we, we certainly started down that path. And, and you said just a moment ago, Val, that, you know, we think sometimes that well, we got to have a million dollars. We got to have two point three million. We got to have five hundred thousand. It doesn't matter. It, it, everybody's an individual. But what we don't want to have to have have happen is to work longer than we need to. Yeah. And I, you know, Steve, done properly and done very detailed, mm-hmm. you can achieve that. But I'm afraid that if if you don't get into the details, you know, I, I think I told everybody back before Christmas. I I actually woke up. Um, couldn't sleep and went in there and redid my entire budget because some things had changed. Right. And, yep. I remember. And um, that was three hours and that was, I'm very familiar with it. And I, this is what I do every day, but it was three hours of details. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, is that if I decide I am going to go at 63 or 64, or 65, I'm going to have thought of those things. Yeah. What, what if inflation is a problem? What if, you know, what if my marginal tax bracket is going to be 7% higher? I'm afraid that if you're not detail-oriented right now with your plans and hiring a professional planner, um, I'm afraid you're going to end up working in some way part-time, some probably till you die or till you're too sick to go. Mm. And, and we see more of that every day that people just cannot quit. And that psychologically, you know, I tell everybody sometimes we're more Dr. Phil than we are planners. Psychologically, these baby boomers think they're entitled to quit, and, and and I hope they do. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, Chad. just because they hit a certain age, you think, oh, well, that's retirement. And I, I hope that right. I hope they do. But you know, this isn't something you get to get because if you if you guess wrong and you mm-hmm. go back to work, you're probably not going to make what you was making before you quit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we see that a lot. I should have just stayed there. I was making sixty two dollars an hour, and now I'm making fifteen. Well. <laughs> So you really want to get dressed and go to work for that kind of cut and pay? Mm. <laughs> um, no. So, you know, that, that more than ever, whether you hire a planner or you do it yourself, you you better stop and think about all the, what is it, the, the unbucket list? The unbucket list, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and we live in a time that's more complicated than ever before. When you have uh, people that are, are running the Fed that you normally could count on to, to be on top of their game. Mm. They're scratching their head, and they have zero confidence when you see them interviewed on TV. And it's because they we, we have no history to compare it to, and it's more complicated than it's ever been. And I just I, I think about that would be like me doing surgery on myself. <laughs> you know, Not I, a good idea. I can't watch enough video to get it right. <laughs> So yeah. I, I just would encourage everybody, you know, we're offering that service to you, no charge, mm-hmm. that we're going we're gonna to take your, your answers, show you where you are, talk to you about where you want to go, and give you a pretty doggone good idea, and we're going to do that for nothing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would take us up on that for no doubt I would. 888-532-0503 is your first step, folks. And we're, we're talking about, you know, unbucket lists. And, boy, now you kind of went down the list. And, and But let's dig into a couple other things before we run out of time in this first segment. And um, the unbucket list, we don't want to be lonely in retirement. But that, again, we have to plan for that. Oh, I know. The coping with loneliness. You think about um, how many people you see every day when you go to work, how many people you talk to, you interact with. And when you're in retirement, where does your extra time go? <laughs> what are you doing? Who are you seeing? Who are you spending your time with? Um, you realize how lonely that could be. It's one thing when you're on vacation for a week, two weeks. That first month seems like it's glorious. But after the first two months, you're thinking, um, gosh, I need to find a hobby or something because it's lonely. And, you know, if you're lonely, your health can go down. It it, it really can uh, deteriorate your health if you're not uh, happy and and getting that interactions that you would normally get with people. So, I mean, volunteer, volunteer some work or even work a part-time job. I think that helps people too. 
Sure. And again, that, that part-time job, I mean, that, that could be a, a way to sort of ease into retirement and, and begin to put together, you know, a plan for when the work completely ends. Well, uh, yeah. And, you know, um, we, you hear Che and I talk a lot about an uh-oh mm-hmm. strategy Ooh, or an yeah. uh-oh bucket. And that, that's just, that's kind of us showing off a little bit when we do a plan is that we try to develop um, – a, a bucket of money that's just for anything that was not not calculated properly, that was uh, unforeseen, unexpected, yeah. unexpected, you know, untimely death, whatever it is, we try to account for it. Certainly, if the assets are there, we like to take a certain amount of assets that we don't necessarily need to accomplish your goals, and let's grow them separately, just in case you, tax brackets do go up twelve percent. Mm-hmm. Inflation went up 9% last year instead of 10 or whatever. You can't, there's no, we don't have a crystal ball. But it, it's really not that difficult to plan for the unforeseen mm-hmm. as long as you do it every day. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, part of all that three hours in the morning and before Christmas, that I, it was all about my unforeseen. I wasn't worried about what I knew was coming. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I get it. it you know, I, again... 888-532-0503. You know, it, what it's about is is being comfortable about where you are and knowing that you're on track for where you want to go. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what we do best is that most people leave here, even before we do anything strategically, they feel better because they don't even know where they're at. Mm-hmm. They've never really... They've never taken the time to do a deep dive to say, oh, you know, that's that's a lot better than I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my fees aren't that bad, and my expectations are pretty good. And as long as somebody will help me figure out how the IRS is going to view me in retirement, I'll be okay. That's, that's probably seven out of ten people. Yeah. I just can't express to everybody how important it is in this time to know what the unbucket list is. Mm-hmm. And to reach mm-hmm. out to us at Iron Plan and let us help you put that together. We're going to do it at a great price. Zero. <laughs> exactly. And Zero we, is the right price. we've got a special price. offer coming for you guys in the next couple of segments that Chase is going to talk about. That when we put that with your first meeting, I promise you, you're going to have peace when you lay down at night. And that's that's the best we can do, and that's why we do this radio show. Yep. So, again, 888-532-0503 or myironplan.com. Look us up. That's really what we're doing here at the show, folks, helping you make the best decision for you. So if you've got questions about what we're talking about today, how it might apply in your own situation, do what Mel suggests. Give us a call, 888-532-0503, 888-532-0503. We do need to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to pick up the conversation about the unbucket list. We will get to that right after this with Iron Plan Radio with Mel Mason and Jay Cott. We're back, folks. This is Iron Plan Radio. Mal Mason's here. Jay Kyle's here. Uh, Mal, by the way, helping folks for more than 30 years. He is chairman of Iron Plan Solutions Group. And alongside him, CEO and advisor, strategic partner is Jay Kyle. And uh, we've been talking about the unbucket list. Well, again, all we all know what the bucket list is. But the unbucket list, things we want to avoid as we get to and uh, into retirement. And again, but those things fit... Do you agree that that falls to us? I mean, we've got to make sure that that we do have a fulfilling retirement, but but you can certainly help that along. Well, yeah, when we when we ask you your goals or your dreams about retirement, we're, we need to pick we need to draw a picture and be able to visualize what you want. And in turn, I think a lot of times we get our clients to visualize. Oh, I never I never really thought about what it would look like for retirement. I just thought I wouldn't go in on Monday and clock in. I mean, I just, <laughs> yeah. it, it'd just be a different Saturday or Sunday all over again. Um, but it really gets them to think, what, what are their goals? What do they really want to do? Do they want to travel? Do they want to, uh, yeah, I mean, pick up some hobbies, like you said, uh, have a part-time job where they still feel a little fulfilled while they still can. Um, I think we give them a lot of insight into what retirement really can look like and what, uh, and we ask them, what do they want it to look like? 
Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and again, you, you talk about this, the uh-oh retirement, and, and that fits into the just-in-case retirement strategy. <laughs> Neither one really the way to go. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's important to rule out that you don't need it. A lot of times we end up in the perfect plan just through prior, prioritizing what, what it is that's important to you. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it, you'd have to set it at the table to understand, but we don't sit down and, with a preconceived idea of what you need. We, we have a conversation with you about what you want and what you have and what are you going to want. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, when you there, there's so many things on this unbucket list that are part of that conversation. You know, the unbucket list gives you the impression that, oh, somebody is just now thinking about that. No, Che and I, we think about that every That's why we ask so many questions. Mm -hmm. We're not being intrusive. We just want to make sure we're right. Yeah. And right. if you haven't thought of it, now's the time to get it on the table. Oh, yeah. Very so, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, the one of the new things out there is sequencing returns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and you could take the same money and from 2000 to 2024 and you end up with one number and you turn it upside down and just say, I wonder what it would look like historically if we started and ran the same numbers backwards and it's an enormous difference. Mm -hmm. It could be the run out of money or, you know, I mean, it really can affect. And that's portfolio. just, that's a new thing that everybody, you know, I guess there, there was probably some, some analytic uh, economist out there that thought of that, but the, the average person for that matter, probably the average planner, mm -hmm. Um, sure. You know, they, they overlooked that, and that is enormous. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, then the question behind that is, well, how do I prevent that? Well, well that's the, that is the question, Mal. And, and, you know, that sequence of return risk, like you said, it has certainly risen to the surface. People are talking about it. But, again, it, when you first hear it and, you, and it's basically explained, it sometimes doesn't sink in. Yeah. I mean, when we say don't let the market rule your budget, it really, it yeah. really falls into that as well. Um, if your retirement money, your retirement bucket is is at risk for market returns, uh, market losses, when you're not working anymore, you can't make that up. So we need to make sure we're protecting that. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and moreover, Steve, and this is, we talk about this a lot because 90% of America's money is in what we call qualified plans, 401ks, IRAs. In other words, you've deferred the tax on that money, and you're going to owe taxes on it when you spend it. Mm -hmm. If you start spending money at 65 or 70 and you've done it right, and you know, you okay, I've got this amount of money, and I'm going to take this amount of money out, and blah, blah bang, I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. And even, let's say income taxes, they don't change. So when you when you quit, you're in a, let's say you're in a 25% tax bracket, just like you were before you quit. And that's probably not going to happen, but let's just assume for a minute it is. That sequencing rate of return, so you have to have that payment every year. Mm -hmm. If you have to take that payment and the market is down, mm -hmm. most of the time you're going to go broke somewhere around 80 if you live that long, wow. but just because you spent money, you had to you had to sell a position or spend money when you didn't want to, but you had to have it. That's the risk of sequencing returns. Therefore, if you have an uh oh bucket and you've thought about that, mm -hmm. while the market's down, you draw from the money that you put there just for that occasion. Yeah. That's that's right. proper planning. Yeah. That's Otherwise, right. it's kind of right, and we don't do kind of. No, <laughs> you want to avoid kind of yeah, right, exactly. right? I was just thinking about something that happened two weeks ago with a client of ours. And the same thing about, well, you know what? That's almost right. When you're talking about estate planning, almost right is millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Millions. Get that right. And does it go to your children or does it go to the government? Everybody says, well, I don't have a, a probate plan. Oh, yes, you do. The state of Texas has prepared it for you. <laughs> You now, might not have signed on it, but it's there. <laughs> all you got to do is get with your attorney and your accountant and your planner and make sure that you did it for you. Mm -hmm. And that's some of the best money you'll ever. Everybody's, oh, well, you know, that's expensive. Now, oh, you know, for the average person, it might be two grand. Might be. Mm -hmm. Could be $1,000 mm -hmm. to save hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You have relationships with estate planning attorneys that can really help us understand the importance, and also it works concurrently with our plan. Exactly. Well, not only that, Steve, but most most advisors out there that are that are really getting it done and, and doing the right thing, I have a, a probably five or six estate planning attorneys that work for some of these carriers mm -hmm. and some of these mm -hmm. money managers that I can get an opinion for free and that gets us way down the road about 
okay, now we need to pay someone to make this happen. Mm-hmm. You, you may not have a problem, but that guy will give us the opinion just because we're, we're good at what we do, and he knows that I'm just I'm crossing all my T's and dotting my I's. He may tell me, boy, you need to get him down to an attorney right away. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, yeah, we've got those relationships. It's time to start checking the boxes because if you don't, someone's going to check them for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, I guess, I mean, we probably know people or maybe we ourselves have been involved in when someone passes and, and it just becomes a nightmare between the family and the, you know, shirt tail relatives and all of that. Boy, it can get real it ugly. It really can. And, you know, proper estate planning, I think, ensures um, that it prevents that potential family discord. I mean, it yes. was your Uncle John's money and he wanted to leave it. To him, 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 and him. It's written down exactly. No one could say contestant. No one could say no. But I talked to him over dinner, and he really wanted me to have it. Um, <laughs> sure. But but like you said, proper planning uh, mitigates all that. I mean, it, Thanksgiving can be very awkward. <laughs> Ooh, yes. <laughs> if exactly. if this uh, if your your late Uncle John isn't uh, prepared <laughs> planning wise. Sure. So. Well, and and while we're on that subject, real quick, let me let me just throw this out there. And God forbid if you're in this situation, but Che and I are starting to see this more and more every day. If if you have a grown adult child oh my gosh. that has moved home for whatever reason, that is one of the most difficult situations in the world to resolve. Supporting. I can tell you that Che and I, the answers are, I mean, you know, Steve, put, put yourself in, in those shoes. You know, you, that's your child. You love them. Sure. But you're not doing the child a favor by letting them live off of what's going to happen when you're gone if your assets aren't enough to support them. Well, I think people take, we forget this. We say supporting capable children. They're not children anymore, though. They are grown adults, and we need to treat them like grown adults. I think we all forget that they are grown, and we, like you said, we love them. They're our children. We're going to help them. But is it really helping you in retirement if you are supporting your capable adult child? Well, and what are you doing you know, the long-term impact, you take an adult 36 years old living at home, hadn't worked for two years, mm. just where is he going to get or she going to go get a job when I ask the question, what have you been doing for the last two years? Well, I've been at home living <laughs> with my mom. Mm-hmm. My point is, is that the the for whatever reason, this generation wants to put that back on their parents. And the parents, because they love them, they're they they have they 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 have empathy, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, the parent needs to think, what kind of child am I leaving on this planet? Mm-hmm. Because good Lord willing, you'll go you'll go first. Mm-hmm. And did you enable that child to think that that was okay? The last thing I want, and everybody listen to me, because I've had to think about this because I have to solve this problem in Florida and in Texas, mm-hmm. and it's it's a doozy. I'm telling you, it's the toughest thing we do. I do not want to leave my daughter on the streets. Period. Get that right. I don't don't care how what kind of guilt trip. Please, you remember that I tell people all the time: the power company and the cable company and all them people you're worried about paying, they don't care anything about you when you're when you're retired or when you're older. Mm-hmm. So do yourself a favor: don't leave your child on the street. And I hope that helps someone out there that's dealing with it because. It is an enormous problem, and it's one of the few that we really don't have a set solution. Well, I mean, you need to strike sure. a balance. It's there has so to be, difficult. There has to be a balance for financial stability to help them, but as well as not hurt yourself in retirement. You can't support someone that's not supporting themselves. Right. What so, happens if you both run out of money? Exactly. Can so, you live on Social Security or no. a pension? And, or? Then, and then think about that. If your child's not working... Where's their social security? They don't have from? none. They don't have any social security. <laughs> so, like, like I said, you make they a could point. be living in a box. Exactly. But, but part of that is they need to literally, you need to push them out of the nest. They well, need and, to go and work. And and I'm not, this is not a political statement. This is an economy statement. Just thinking about the economy. There's only so much in the pot to begin with, and it's not enough to meet their requirements in social security. Now we've put stress on that with all these illegal immigrants that's come on, on board People can say we're not going to pay. We are going to help them. We're not going to let anybody starve. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. Well, believe it or not, that bucket can come to an end. Mm-hmm. So if you, if your child, like Chase said, what if you spend all the money and both of you are on the streets? But if your child doesn't start to prepare for something, there may not be a government handout. Yeah. Or let me back up. Social Security is not a handout. We all earned it. We paid into it. Yeah. But there are people out there that are getting government subsidies that have no intentions of going back to work. 
that pot is shrinking. Mm -hmm. I do not want my child in that pot. So think about that. I mean, hey, we're here to talk to you about it. We realize how uncomfortable that is. Yeah, it is not a topic sure. anybody wants to talk about. Yeah. So give us. Well, let's uh, let's get some folks on the line and, and come on in. Yep. Give us a call, people, at 888-532-0503. Call us and let's set up a, a one-hour conversation, a true conversation about your money. Let us ask you some questions. You give us some answers. And let us help you feel some relief that you've done something towards your retirement. That's the first step right there talking about it. Open up that conversation. Absolutely. Exactly. This analysis will include a fee report and risk assessment. We'll do a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll also develop a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies which could strengthen your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. For the next 10 callers, actually, Mal was talking about what we're going to offer. The next 10 callers get a free book, the tax-free retirement book from us. Awesome. we will mail that to you. And we'll also highlight which chapter is the best. If you don't want to read the whole book, that's fine. It's not very long of a read. But there's nine pages in there that if you read, you'd be like, wow. Yes. I'm sure they will actually make you want to read the book. But we will highlight that chapter so that you can get a jump start on to, and to understanding what a tax for retirement looks like and how we can help you get there. Give us a call. 888-532-0503. 888-532-0503. We are going to take a quick break. Hey, when we come back, we all know marriage is a partnership. Sure we do. And it's never more important than when you get close to retirement. We've got some tips just ahead to help couples navigate through retirement. We are back. It is Iron Plan Radio. I'm Steve Siddall, and uh, here in studio is Mal Mason, Che Kyle. And again, uh, Mal is founder, chairman of Iron Plan Solutions Group, helping folks for more than 30 years. Uh, che, CEO, advisor, strategic partner, been working with Mal for, what, more than 10 years? Yep. On a decade, for sure. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> wow. wow. We were thinking about okay. that the other day, that that just seems like yesterday. It does. It does. Luba. It is amazing. Because, I mean, again, we talk about this all the time, but how quickly time goes. And, I mean, it's already, you know, middle of January. Holy cow. Exactly. It has flown by. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this. And, and um, I mean, if you're a newlywed or if you're celebrating your golden anniversary or anywhere in between, retiring together and on the same page is so critical. And that's why we think of you guys as marriage counselors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it all starts with the plan, but the plan doesn't get anything done if both of them aren't at the table together. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is it is that generally, how much is it that you do have to sort of make people sort of, you know, a couple sort of sort of snuggle into that together? There's al- There almost always is one dominant financial uh person in every marriage um and it's believe it or not it's not always the man or the woman it's it, it's just it, like a box of chocolate it's just whoever it is yeah. gonna get. and sometimes it's not even the breadwinner well, well <laughs> and here's the other problem you can't run from that role yeah As, don't make don't make your spouse a bookkeeper if they're not mm-hmm. if you're the natural bookkeeper you if you're the breadwinner you go make the bread but you need to come together, and what we like to do is you can tell in every conversation that you start that one person is a little bit more open and forward than the other, mm-hmm. almost every couple. So whichever one is not the most forward one, that's who I start the interview with. That way I get his or her side of the story. Yeah. I know I'm going to get the dominant person's side. Some psychology there. But you got to have both sides because everybody's got to be happy. Mm-hmm. And if you can't agree have two different budgets, two different retirements and separate the money because you never that will cause a divorce. Yeah. If you then I will become a marriage counselor. We actually have run into <laughs> a couple a couple clients that actually their money's not with their spouse and their spouse's money is not with them and they have their own guy and they have their guy. Well, and in um, all fairness, most most time one of them's really irresponsible. Mm-hmm. And instead of letting the whole boat go down, yep. the one that was responsible said, "Well, look, when you're a failure, I'll take care of you." Exactly, exactly. But man, I'm just telling you, I'm blowing money with no. If, if you ask someone what your budget is and they can't get close, mm-hmm. you probably don't. You don't need me. You need you need some discipline. You need you need to sit down and write write what you spend, who you give it to. Yeah. You know, just the I say the basics. We don't teach finance 101 anywhere in these United States. No. Unfortunately, that's why we're here. Yeah. 
So you got to align your retirement goals. Like you said, you got to sure. be on the same page. And again, that that includes not only financial, but uh, you know, we, last time we talked about the unbucket list, but the bucket list. I mean, all of those things come into play, and they all are part of an overall plan. Well, yeah, and and you know, when they talk about uh, align your retirement goals, that not only do you need to align them now, mm-hmm. but they need to be realigned at least once a year. Mm-hmm. Things change. Okay, you know, for the for give you an example, just me. Three years ago, you you would not have had any luck having me talk about semi-retirement. That's true. I, I just, I, I didn't even, I told everybody I was going to work till I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Well, three short years later, I get more balance in my life. Mm-hmm. You, there, absolutely, I'm going to semi-retire. So if I'm if I haven't revisited that situation, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of out of out of alignment. And if I haven't revisited that with my wife, yeah. I mean, I walk in one day at sixty two and say, "Baby, I'm gonna quit next year." <laughs> she has no idea. She, she falls back. in the floor and goes, "No, you're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> what I'm gonna do with you full time?" <laughs> that is the question, you know, isn't it? Exactly. Oh, I like I like this one. Plan for the younger spouse if there's an age gap. I don't think people realize that just because one person retires. Um, that might incur extra costs because the other person might not, not have medical benefits anymore. You know, the the mm-hmm. breadwinner, he's the one that had the insurance for the whole household. The wife's three years younger, five years younger, ten years younger. Anyway. Ten. <laughs> right. But, you know, that age gap, that calls for extra planning. It calls for thought. It calls uh-huh. for, you know, some extra I's dotted and T's crossed, and we need it's, to really look at it. So if you're in that category, whether you're the younger or the older one, mm-hmm. let me throw an idea at you that, that seems to be extraordinarily popular, but it's an unbucket idea. So right. everybody says, well, you know, let's say I'm older and my wife is 10 years younger. Well, I need a lot of life insurance for my wife. Okay, maybe. May, maybe we've planned well <laughs> enough and the, there's enough to, to take care of her. But life insurance is certainly... You know, you get to a point in your mid-50s where the internal rate of return on death benefit is pretty doggone good. Mm-hmm. So maybe it does make sense. And if you already have it, then good for you. You're way ahead of the game. It's probably even a better deal. And everybody says, but I don't need any life insurance on my wife. Let's stop and think about that for a minute. If we put a regular contribution annually in a, in a life insurance policy for your wife, a cash value life insurance policy, and it grows, it's after-tax dollars, and it grows tax-deferred, mm-hmm. Until you die. Well, let's just assume back to me again. I live to be 82. She's 72. We've been putting money in that since she was 42. Mm -hmm. For 30 years after tax, all that money compounded. That would be an enormous cash subsidy Mm -hmm. that's tax-free to her Mm -hmm. those 10 years. that Let's say she lives to be 82. She has access to it. I may have had enough money left over for her. But if, if, if we're almost broke, she's got an enormous amount of tax-free income, so it really doesn't matter what the income tax brackets are. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you need to plan for her to live, not if you die. That's what I'm getting at. Oh, oh I like that. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. yeah. I, I, again, you, you gave me a new perspective. You may find it's a lot cheaper than planning for you to die. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. That's the, I've done right. some, I Certainly do, less I depressing. Did plan. <laughs> I just did You're that right, plan Steve. for a pain management doc, yeah. and, and he looked at me, and he was like, Huh, man, that makes so much more sense. And I was like, yeah, you know, if you want to buy that big life insurance policy at 68, go ahead. I'm going to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Then it ain't about me. Yeah. It, he did it for half as much. Exactly. And anyway, she's got a plan. Yep. Yeah. Sure. A little, a little backwards thinking there, but it's, it's some of the things that gets missed on the unbucket list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and again, that's, I mean, those are the kinds of things why it's important to meet with, you know, independent, uh, you know, advisors. You guys are beholden to no one. You've got the world to deal with in terms of, of opportunities for growth, opportunities for life insurance. I mean, you know, you're just, you're just the one-stop shop that we need. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I like this next one. Stagger your retirement. I mean, if there is an age gap, even if there isn't an age gap, Maybe one of y'all still loves your job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stagger your retirement a little bit. One, it won't take a big hit uh, of like, oh my gosh, what's going on when it's when it's changed when two incomes are gone. Um, it's a, it's a good way to sort of step into it, you know. 
Yeah. Well, and again, so in my case, my wife is eight years younger, and we have arguments, not <laughs> arguments, but we discuss all the time, because I'm going to go first. I'm not die first. I'm going to retire yes, first. Exactly. And, and I'll, I'll see you on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's funny, because you hear women go, but I'm leaving too. I'm thinking, woman, you haven't even worked as long as he has. Right. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I think you're right. It should it, it should be a discussion that you have with your, your significant other, because it's not always uh, right for both of y'all to leave at the same time. You might see that it's more beneficial if you stagger it. Well, and, and, and right. in my my situation we're primarily the same age so if one of you can go why wouldn't you mm-hmm. i mean everybody would like to be retired they just want to be comfortable yeah. in retirement well i had the great fortune that that my wife had a pension she'd been school teacher for 30 years mm-hmm. so it, it's seamless for me she's just she just don't have to get up and go to work every morning exactly. so everybody's situation is a little different uh you know could i go right now well yeah i, I could but i'm i'm I'm, that's not, that's just not something going to happen yet. Steve, we'd miss him. We'd miss him. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I know. That's right. They throw parties every Monday and Friday. <laughs> but, but you know, it, I mean, I'm, 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 I, I tell everybody I'm lucky when it comes to talking about retirement because I don't want to talk about it because I love what I do. That don't mean I don't plan for it. Mm-hmm. And I'll yes. say it again. Nobody enjoys writing that check every December for their retirement plan. It's painful. And, and I feel it just like you do. Yeah. I, I don't like it either. And, you know, something I will tell you, maximizing your Social Security benefits. Key. Back to life balance. Mm -hmm. Don't stay too long and not live the life you want to live. But if you can stay 17 more months and make a tremendous amount more per month, Mm -hmm. you should at least know where that number is, whether or not you want to stay or not. Yep. Uh, Okay, I'm going at 62. I get it. Good for you. But you let me just tell you, at age 68 would be the optimal time for you to go. Maybe there's a balance, some maybe 64 and a half or something. I don't know. But but that is, you know, remember, we are living longer, most of us. Yep. If, you're, if yep. you're not smoking two packs a day <laughs> and you're not 100 pounds overweight, you got a really good chance of you or your wife seeing 81 or 82 if you're, if you're you know, mid-50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or, or longer. Or longer. You know, the, the children... The, you, Teenage children's life expectancy, those numbers blow my mind. Yeah. I don't want to live to be 110. <laughs> Think about it. I mean, you'd have to work to yeah. 80. Exactly. At least. But if you, if yeah. you did, we'd, we'd help you plan for that. <laughs> Lord, we'd have to live forever. But, you know, hey, that's what it's about, everybody. You know, it, no matter how we do it, uh, how, when we do it, the, the beauty of it is, is that the plan's built for as long as you live. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what that number is going to be. Good Lord willing, we're not going to be sick. We'll go quick. You know, everybody talks about that. Sure. But the plan needs to be able to absorb and be flexible yes. for whatever comes. You know, more and more every day, people talk about long-term care. Mm-hmm. And they should because long-term dementia can last a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's a tremendous burden. And our industry has finally figured out the best way to plan for that. If if you have that kind of history in your in your family, it certainly should be on your your checklist. Yeah. But that's what that's what this meeting with us about. You know, come spend an hour with Che and I. We'll give you the book. By the way, that book is the best solution for income taxes that you will ever see in your life. Mm-hmm. At, hands down. You need to know what's in it. If it's not for you, well, at least you know it. Maybe mm-hmm. you'll share it with someone else. But long-term care, taxes, inflation, fees, all of those things, spend an hour with Che and I. We love what we do. We, we're we pretty certain it would be a pleasant uh, hour that you spend with us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to do it for, for no charge. Mm-hmm. And when you leave there, you will be more peaceful about your financial future Either you'll know what exactly what you need to do and what your short, shortfalls are, or maybe, just maybe, you'll find out you're better off than you thought. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, 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 I can't say it enough. Just take advantage of that. Give us a call, 888-532-0503, or go to myironplan.com and book that, that complimentary hour, and I promise you the book 
is worth the visit. 888-532-0503. Really, it's the goal of the show is to help you make the best decisions. And it's all about education. It's all about putting that plan together. And Mal and Che can certainly do that for you. 888-532-0503. 888-532-0503. We are going to take a quick break. But when we come back, it's been a busy week for listeners sending us questions. And all of the answers are coming up right after this. We're back on Iron Plan Radio with Mal Mason and Jay Kyle. I'm Steve Sadal, and uh, boy, we have covered some ground today from, you know, uh, when to retire to the, not when to retire, but when are the good times to retire? Well, I know yesterday was the good time, right? Uh, boy. <laughs> for some, for sure. For some. <laughs> For some, yeah. Well, and again, that's what everybody says, I'm, th- I'm sure, um, is, you know, the uh, when do you want to retire? Yesterday, mm-hmm. yeah, right? <laughs> well, and, you know, Steve, it's, as I think back, you know, in, the, in the, that last break, I was thinking, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm scratching my head. I'm wondering you know, why, why is, is it so difficult for everybody in general to talk about their money? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I want everybody to understand that, uh, Jay and I, just with the, the clients we have, we have our hands, we have all we can do. Mm-hmm. What we're trying to do is offer the information to people that they need before they find out that they need it. Yeah. Because, you know, I tell people, when when do you want to know that your retirement is on track? You want to know it today or you want to know it in a, a year before you do it when we just had a 30% correction? Ooh. And, and by the way, we're due. So, I mean, what kind of planning are we doing and i like to put it out there like this and 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 it's kind of like your mom and dad talking to you when you were smaller you know what your problem is it's your problem mm-hmm. what are you gonna do about it all we can do is offer to help you but Chay and i we've done that this is about you guys us being here to help you do with the what we do mm-hmm. if you want to talk to some of my clients i'll make that happen you know, we do the right thing when nobody's looking, period. We make work optional, period. And we do it the best we can, and we do it every day. And, and that's what the book and all that's about. And, you know, Steve, in this day and time, I think it's more crucial than it's ever been. I feel blessed that I'm in the peak of my career, yeah. and I've never been needed as much as I am right now. And, and for that matter, all of us advisors out there, there's a crucial need for us to be leading them in the right direction because they are caught in a trap that they don't even know is a trap. Exactly. So anyway, that, like I said, put, you know, don't hesitate. 888-532-0503. Mel, you mentioned something. You, you wet my appetite. You said something about the IRS and some, ah. what, 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 what are we talking well, about? It, it, listen, I'm not even getting, I'm not getting on them. I'm not, but th- this pertains to business owners, especially small to medium sized business owners. Okay. That this is all I'm trying to say is this is how the IRS can do whatever suits them on any given day. And people say, oh, no, they, well, yeah, you know, if they're going to change the code, it's got to be, you know, Congress has to vote on it and all that. But, and I'd have to look into it, but I just saw a flash come across Google, and the IRS has released a program out there for you to voluntarily, as a business owner, start talking to the Internal Revenue Service about paying back. ER, ERC payments that were made. Mm. And that, that's when, uh, that's a economy supplement for, uh, to keep the, uh, everybody at work and COVID and all that. And there was employee retention bonuses that if you kept people on payroll, you could get money from the government. Anyhow, I'm not going to get into the details of it. If you'd like the details sure. of it, we'll get it together and email it to you. The point is, is that the IRS isn't being ugly. They're just saying, hey, there was a bunch of money went out, and now we want to know how much of it you got, and then we want to know how you're going to start paying us back. They're letting it be voluntary right now. Did you notice that voluntary right now? That That's... was my point. Exactly. It's right now they're saying, hey, listen, we're not saying anybody did anything wrong, <laughs> but you need to tell us what you have, and then we'll talk about it. And then, trust me, it's a nice way of saying, hey, guys, game's up. Yep. Now, why are they yep. saying game's up? You want to go back to that 134% debt ratio? Oh, yeah, for sure. They, need they don't have a choice. Yeah. So don't be mad at them, yeah. but don't don't think they're just sitting around not paying attention either. They are paying attention. So, you know, the question is, 
what are you doing actively to discontinue your relationship with them as your senior partner? Mm. What are you doing? We can help you. Boy, and listen, we're not talking about breaking any rules. Mm -hmm. We're going to follow their code to the letter. But there's no point in giving them more than you have to. So, again, we... We're, that's probably my most favorite thing to do because most people miss it because they're greedy. Mm. I'm going to start there. I'll worry about getting paid later. So, anyway. All right. Questions. All right, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's jump into a couple of questions here before we run out of time. Uh, Frank is at the top of the list. Uh, he says, I will retire this year in 2024 with 210000 in my 401k, a $3,000 pension payment, and Social Security. Should I use my 401k to pay off my $85,000 mortgage, which will cut my living expenses in half? Well, Frank, that's a, sort of a loaded question because there's lots of stuff going on. You know, yeah. I want to ask what tax bracket you are. But just for example, if you were in a 20% tax bracket, you would have to take out $110,000 out of your 401k to get $88,000 that you could pay your mortgage off with. Um, the problem with that is you had to pay a big lump sum of tax money out right off, right away. But it depends on what your, what is your budget? Is, is that living expense, is it cutting into you? Is it really hard to manage? What is your interest rate on your mortgage? Is it really low? The one thing about the mortgage rate, the interest rate, you can write that off. Absolutely, so yeah. um, that could be a benefit for you. But it you could be to, good debt. It could be good debt. Um, but we need to see where you are and and what could that $210,000 do for you um, if you didn't bite into it right now. You know, um, we would have to ask you a couple more questions. How old are you actually? Because it makes a difference if you're if you're 60, if you're 59 and a half. I mean, it really does make a little bit of a difference. As far as where you are, it says retire later, but it doesn't give me an age. So give us a call, Frank, 888-532-0503. We'd love to help you out and, uh, and make right. you have the best choice. That is a loaded Sounds question. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> a lot, of, bu- a lot 888- of details missing there. 888-532-0503, Frank. Give us a call. Get some clarity on that. Uh, Sarah is wondering, uh, she says, I'm a 64-year-old single woman trying to get rid of some of my debt. I want to take 125000 out of my IRA to pay off my mortgage, and everyone tells me not to do that. Do you think it's a bad idea? Well, um, initially, the gut check on that is the same thing Chase said a minute ago. It's, you're going to have to take, uh, at 20%, you're going to have to take over $150,000 out to net the one twenty-five to pay the debt off. My question mm-hmm. would be, is the, is the debt have high interest rates, or is it a, is it a mortgage, or is it a second mortgage? Is it a is it what we consider uh, tolerable debt? Mm-hmm. You know the interest rate and the tax bracket makes sense, um, but it, IRA money was meant to be spent as a pension. Mm-hmm. So maybe what you what you could do is you could develop a strategy over six years where you minimize your exposure to taxes and still could satisfy the debt. Mm-hmm. I think a systematic approach to that would be better. I do love the idea that becoming debt-free is a priority. Mm-hmm. The question is, what way is best? I think that's the question. So okay. give us a call, Sarah. We'd love to figure that out for you. That's one of those solutions that we're so good at. Sure. 888-532-0503. Sarah, give us a call. George says, the whole idea of not working anymore makes me really nervous about our financial future. I've worked for over 50 years. I can't imagine just stopping. How can I know that the resources I have accumulated will meet our needs for the rest of our lives? Mal's going to take this because yeah. he's, he's, he's almost right there at the cusp of this being him, too. <laughs> oh, George, I feel your pain, brother. Uh, and not only that, you've done it. I'm guessing you've probably done it pretty good, and you're making a good living. And you're thinking, why would I walk away? I mean, this is what I did all this for. Um, and that's one of the toughest things for breadwinners to do is walk away. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I get it. Um, but I'll tell you what we will do for you. You spend an hour with us, and I'll tell you if your assets are substantial enough to, to last your, the rest of your lifetime. Mm-hmm. And th- that'll be the first answer. The second answer is going to be, is can you live with not working? <laughs> M- maybe part-time is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I were you, if you're married... I would get your wife, and I would come spend an hour with us. And if you're not, I would spend an hour with us. And I certainly would understand those 10 pages in the book Che was talking about because that probably is the most important thing to you before you pull that trigger in, on that decision. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
And um, so let's see. There's uh, yeah, not working anymore. Uh, let's see. We got time for another one here, real quick. Joel says, "I'm 62. I was planning to work for another four years before retiring. Mm-hmm. However, my job is wearing me down. I'm not happy there anymore. So I'm tempted to just quit and start taking Social Security now that I'm eligible and work a low-stress part-time job somewhere. Have you seen people do this successfully?" Well, Joel, actually, we have. We have seen people do this successfully. Um, the the thing you have to remember is when you're taking a part-time job and you're taking Social Security at 62, you can only make so much before they start taking back some of your Social Security benefits. So uh, make sure you know that number before you start. But um, we've seen people do this successfully because you don't want to stay at a job that's going to really wear you down, especially when you're you're 62, going on, you know, you're going to plan on working for another four years, 65. Tomorrow is never promised. Tomorrow's never promised because, I mean... I mean, when I say you only live once, it's true you only live once, but you have to be you have to be happy where you're working. I mean, that's going to make you miserable if you keep staying there. You could easily find something that's going to be low stress, part time, and enjoy your life, enjoy your golden years coming into retirement. I think it's a good idea. Sure. All right. And uh, again, on that note, let's wrap it yeah. up, folks. Let's go ahead and uh, invite folks to call one last time and fill up the calendar. Yeah. Everyone, give us a call eight 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 five three two zero five zero three. Mal and I would love to schedule a complimentary. A conversation with you to talk to you about your money let us ask you those questions that are going to give us a big picture of what your retirement wants what you want your retirement to look like we'll help you um, answer any questions about your fees talk about taxes that you're currently paying what taxes might look like in retirement we're going to give you an income plan that you cannot live um, and all of that free complimentary um, for the next 10 callers we'll give you a free send you a free tax-free retirement guide book um, this book has great information in it, but we're going to highlight one chapter that we think if you just read that one chapter, it's so, going to give so you. So you're going to send them a book whether they meet with us or not. Is exactly. that right? That Exactly. For the next wow. 10 calls, if you call me, give me your name, your address, I will send you a book. I would love for you to read it. I think if you read it, you'll you'll be calling us anyways to set up that conference, <laughs> the, uh, the one-hour <laughs> right. conference. I agree uh, with I'm, that. I'm serious. It's, a, it's that good of a book. But um, we want people to know what's really out there for them. We just really want this radio show to be an educational piece. Um, like Mal says, finance isn't taught in school anymore. There's no reason why we can't get that education out there. So give us a call. Fair enough. 888-532-0503. I like it. It's a great opportunity to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. And Mal and Che understand they, the world out there is a complex when it comes to financial world and they can help smooth it out, make it clear and easy to understand. Here's your chance to get a true practical financial review. So if you're listening, just call us 888-532-0503. You'll get that comprehensive financial review showing you where you are today. But more importantly, it becomes that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 888-532-0503. Again, 888-532-0503. Well, Mal, Che, always a pleasure. One of my favorite hours of the week. It's just fun to, to just get through all this stuff and put out that great information. It really goes too fast. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Steve, so much. And we want to thank everybody for listening. We do appreciate it. I'm going to come back next week with new topics and questions, all that and more right here on Iron Plan Radio with Mal Mason and Che Kyle next week. Investment advisory services offered through Iron Plan Solutions Group, a registered investment advisor. During the show, Mal Mason and Che Kyle provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and products or services should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory services. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Iron Plan Solutions Group. By contacting Iron Plan Solutions Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.